Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And now, it's Cho Time! In the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, all the birds talk Disney and the listeners swoon. In the tiki 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 hut, welcome to our enchanted hideaway. You lucky people, you. If you weren't listening, starting right away, we'd be out of an audience too. In the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut, in the tiki 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 hut. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 263 for the week of November 4th, 2018. So Steve, Keith is once again not with us. Yeah. He is away somewhere. Prison, I think, but uh, he'll be out soon. <laughs> he goes in, he goes out, he goes in, he goes out. I'm starting to worry about him. Yeah, I know. It's, it is it is what it is with Keith. It's uh, He'll get out one day. <laughs> So, so now you've been in, um, you've been living in Florida for, uh, almost what? A year. A year, almost a year? Yeah, a little more than a year. A little more. Oh, okay. It's that long. So one thing I was just, uh, uh, the one question I wanted to ask and I've been wanting to ask you is that has the Disney magic died off for you at all being so close? No. No, it hasn't. I, I think because one of the things that I could see it eventually starting to have us uh, have it come off. But at this point, no, I, I've really tried to car- compartmentalize the coverage and cover- covering Disney and enjoying Disney. Right. And when I when I go with my wife or we, when we go with friends, I'm I'm there primarily just to have fun and go on rides. When I go by myself to, for coverage, it's usually with a camera. It's usually with a recorder. I'm, I'm videotaping. I'm photographing. I don't normally get on rides unless something new is happening or if I hear something's different. I'm usually just walking in the parks and talking to people. So at, at that regard, the magic is still there for now. And I, I hope it remains because there's always something new happening. And the people are just so dang nice. Right. Yeah. Now, do you feel a difference like when you're walking in, this, in, the, in the park? You, do you have a completely different mentality when you're going there to do work-related uh, things? A little. Um, I mean, I, I walk the entire park, I, I, whatever park I go to, I make sure I walk the entire park. I go in stores, I go around, I try to talk to people or unless it's, unless it's something that I know it's targeted and I might have something else to do outside. So I just go in for that. Right. But the, it's a little strange because, you know, you're talking about a guy going around with a camera by himself, not a very usual scene. Right. Uh, that takes place. So I'm always very cognizant of that. And I'm also very cognizant when I take pictures. Uh, I don't normally take pictures of people, but if I do of a family, I usually always go up to them and say, hey, I, I just got this nice shot. Would you like it? And I would have to say all that every time everybody always looks at it and goes, oh, my gosh, that's really great. Yes. Can you email it to me? So I'm not just taking pictures of, 
of people. It's usually buildings, parades, uh, events that are taking place, construction, lots of the, lot of construction. Right. So the mentality pretty much is I'm looking for things that are different. I'm, I'm trying to challenge myself as to what's changed, what hasn't changed, or what's the last thing that's taken place here. Right. I gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious about that. That's uh, yeah. Because I because I, I can't relate to that. You know, because I'm, I'm going to the parks as a vacation, so I just don't necessarily get the same experience as you do. The strangest thing is probably Disney Springs, because. For us, that's our movie theater. That's We have two movie theaters that are close to us. That's one of them, and that's one we predominantly go to. Okay. So we spend a lot of time there. We'll go to, we go to a dinner a lot there. We you don't really do shopping. It's not really a place. It's not affordable. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go in, you know, I'm not going to go into Johnson Murphy and buy shoes there. Right. Because my wardrobe has completely changed since I moved down here anyway. But it's it's someplace that we go to minimum once a week, probably twice a week. Okay, really? Uh, yeah, probably twice, at least twice a week. And it's a good place to walk around. It's a good place to pop in the stores. We see a movie. Uh, we've we found ver- variety of tricks for eating uh, at Disney Springs for having you know some nice quick service, uh, fast you know fa- what we call fast food, which is more t- a time element right. than anything else. You know, in different times of the year, this is the time of year that's starting to now, which we will spend a lot more time outside or actually in the parks at night. Okay. Because it's cooling down. So we'll use it. We we use this like we did last year around this time. We started going and maybe two, two nights out of the week to different parks and just walking around and seeing things and, you know, seeing what fast passes are, are available for, for late at night and just enjoying the evening because right. the temperature because most of the day if you're not luckily if you're not going around in the parks or you're not doing other types of work you're inside because it's just been so hot right all right great um so let's take a quick break and we will get back to the meat of the episode here you don't just arrive in ireland you jump in feet first right in amongst it all from the minute you're here you're one of us Living in the moment or in the now, as we love to say. You never know quite what to expect when you're in the now. But one thing's for sure. We'll show you wonderful places and things you won't find anywhere else in the world. And when the fun's finally all over, you'll feel like you're leaving home to go home. So this week on Ashana Tiki Talk... With Keith away, Steve and I have decided to talk about his adventures, and those adventures are by Disney. You know, with uh, Steve's most recent recent trip to Ireland, this is your second trip with Adventures by Disney, right? Actually, it's the third. We oh, it's did your third. A, we, okay. We did a South California trip, Southern California trip, which included Disneyland. We did Scotland, and this one it was Ireland. Okay. So the one in the U.S., you can't really compare the compare that to some of the other ones. I mean, you're still going to have that great type of service you know, as you're expected, you know, from adventures by Disney. But, um, I guess quickly, like what would be a major difference between the one in Scotland and the one in Ireland that, uh, you have just completed? It's funny. I would have to say that there's a lot of the, the trips are 
programmed pretty much there's a lot of similarities okay. you you will see history you'll go to historic places you'll go to popular destinations you'll ha- have an outdoor activity you will go and you will have a cooking activity and you will go to local and what you know the term authentic pubs restaurants or you'll head out to if you're depending upon what country you are you'll go out to a farm and see and see some things so a lot of it's programmed the same in for different locations okay so like uh in let's see in scotland the cooking activity was shortbread in ireland it was chocolate uh if you look around in other places uh, france's chocolate Iceland, you're baking uh, one of their famous geyser round breads. So, again, different different things, similar activities. Uh, we did uh, archery in Scotland. We did hurling in Ireland, which is not throwing up, by the way. <laughs> it's an actual activity, and it's actually f- a little freaky, a little fun. Uh, so, there are... They're very pre-programmed. For kids, they have similar type things. They'll, they'll always have a uh, Junior Adventures dinner party and Disney movie night. They'll usually have a <clears throat> excuse me. They'll usually have a uh, scavenger hunt, uh, or what they'll call at times for the places that you go to museums. Maybe a, a sleuth hunt, a detective detective game where you have to try to find things. So. Very similar in the makeup. The locations will definitely dictate what you see and what you do. Specifics. Okay. Uh, one question, while it's it's still on the top of my my, my brain here, was that um, I was asked one question by somebody with Adventures by Disney, and that was, "Is Adventures by Disney something good for somebody who's going on their honeymoon?" No, I would say no. Okay. I would say if, if you're going on your honeymoon, <clears throat> well, you may want you may want more time by yourself. Adventures by Disney is very group oriented. You do get plenty of time on your own to go out and do things, but in the end, it is a group activity. Right. So if you're there to, if you're going on your honeymoon and you're meeting people and you're doing things, that's fine. <clears throat> if you want some alone time some romantic time you're not really going to get too much of it you can probably you'll, you'll peel off and be able to do things but i don't think i would do it for a honeymoon okay so and you i, I guess with adventures by disney you should also try to be more you got to be more of a, a people person i guess just you because do of the interaction and, with everybody you do and you don't i mean it's a group of up to at 40 people uh you can be as quiet as you want uh, you don't have to speak to anyone if you really don't want to, but you are with these group of people for a week. Right. So eventually, you're going to be you're, you're going to be talking to them. And for people who are very shy, it's very doable because nobody is threatening. And the good thing is that they're all your people. Right. These are all Disney people who love Disney, who love vacationing, who love going to different places. Gotcha. So there's always something to talk about. You you. You don't have to talk about what you do for a living. You don't have to talk about what politics. There's always plenty of things. And the big question is always, for me, for people, is 
how many of these have you been on? Which ones have you been on? Tell me about them. That's gotcha. always a great conversation starter. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, talking about your, your trip to Ireland, I've enjoyed going to Ireland, and I know that you enjoyed your trip going to, to Ireland as well. And we and we talked briefly about it. You gave us a uh, overview of of your whole trip there, and with that, how did you feel the how the hotels were? I mean, did you comparing it to you know some U.S. hotels? Where was how was the space? Was the space big enough for you guys? Um, yeah, you stay at you stay at five star places. Okay, you, and and five star in Europe is a little different than. Five star in the U.S. Five star just means it has a lot of a lot of amenities, right. such as a private bath. But the places you stay are top of, are top notch. You, I mean, when you if you meet local people, if you're there and they say, "Oh, so where are you staying?" and you tell them, they'll go, "Oh, always wanted to walk into that place and see what it was like." Oh, really? Yes, you you do stay at the best places, and they they do take very good care of you. I mean, this is this is a luxury. This is a luxury trip in 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 that regard. Right. Uh, the the rooms are very spacious. The locations are perfect, and the meals that you get, I would have to say, eight out of ten times are phen- are phenomenal. Right. Truly phenomenal. Now, when it comes to the meals, is it um, will the does the chef or will they make changes based on you know your your tastes when it comes to food if you're I mean if you're more of a picky eater is it going to be hard to find something to eat not if you're not not during the meals that uh, it's designed as a group the the first thing I think they have to people go out there they have to realize if there's something that you need if there's something that you want if you have an allergy tell the tour guides if there's something not working tell the guides and they will they will take care of it we had a meal we had one meal at uh, at uh, Dremolin Castle, in which the it was a choice between meat, chicken, and fish. And a lot of people chose the meat. It was a horrible, horrible steak. <laughs> it was just it was it was not cooked, and it wasn't just me. It was everyone who had it. Right. And we mentioned it to the tour guide, uh, you know, the guides, and said it was it was really bad. I mean. We nor you know normally don't say anything, but it was really bad. Uh, two nights later, we were eating there uh, for the final for the final meal, and again it was the choices. And I was hesitating back and forth, and I said, you know, last time we had meat here a couple of nights ago, it wasn't that good. And the server said, and the server said, yes, we heard, and we've taken care of it. Really? Yes. <laughs> they, they killed the chef. <laughs> you know, the guides heard about it. They right. made complaints, and the place respond because yeah. it's that type of relationship they have with their vendors that they want, and they want Disney to keep coming back because in a lot of these places, you know, American dollars are worth a lot of money, right? For the locals, yeah. So let's t- talk a little bit about your your tour guides, and everybody I, I hear from says that the tour guides are extremely knowledgeable, extremely friendly, and they're. They're typically locals to that area, correct? There's usually one local person, and there's one American person. Okay. Uh, the local guide is is hired 
out to Disney and extremely knowledgeable. They know history. They know the location. They know the country, uh, what's going on. They can talk extensively about a variety of places. They usually have their either they work for someone else or have their own tour business on the side. So they've been doing it a while. Right. So they can, you know, they, they do other things. The tour guide we had, she was phenomenal. Uh, she also speaks French. Uh, so she took uh, English-speaking and French-speaking people on tours of Ireland. She was able to give us good tips, and again, gave us gave us her email and said, "If you're coming back, you know, even if you don't use me, give me a call and I can give you tips." Oh, nice. Uh, the American, phenomenal. Uh, in this case, she was she was really the the. She knew her stuff about Ireland. Uh, she also dealt with a lot of the logistics, and the logistics of moving 40 people is tremendous right. on a daily basis. Uh, we went on an adult trip, on a children's trip. One of them will take the kids usually for certain things. So they'll do some what they call junior adventure activities, uh, taking them away from, the, from, from where the adults are so the adults can do the adult type of non-fun stuff at a museum or something. And... From what we've witnessed, and I've been on a trip with with kids, uh, they're phenomenal as well. They know how to take care of them. They know how to watch them. They have them engaged. They're Disney employees, so they've got that fun. They've got that smile. They've got that that push. So they're very very good at what that uh, at what they do. And each country will have a person who's it's all English speaking, so you don't have to worry about being on tours if you've been in other countries and you know they go through the same spiel in English and Spanish and French. And this is a purely English speaking trip, so gotcha. the tour guides in other countries will speak English. Okay. So now, and Adventures by Disney is really considered, I guess you would consider it a, a hands-off trip in a lot of ways that everything is done for you. You like like you said in the past, you're, you're not planning anything. It's it's you're you're flying to Ireland on Monday. Your itinerary is done, so you don't necessarily need to. It's it's not a Disney vacation. We know that it's not. You're not planning things six months in advance. So if you don't want to do anything, you don't have to do anything. Correct. Right. The only thing you have to do is be on the bus if you're going from one hotel to another. But if you get up and you don't want to go on that excursion that day, you don't have to. Or if you're sick, uh, we've been on one where a friend of ours was sick for the day, and. The guides were very nice, and they made sure he had room service for his food, and you know to make sure that he was okay. Uh, if you want to do something else, you can do something else. We've been on uh, on Scotland, where one of the people uh, was near a one of the trips during the day, the morning hike, was near a golf course. This guy always wanted to play, right? So they made arrangements to ha- to have golf clubs and a cab pick him up. Take him for the afternoon to go golfing while while we did other things. Uh, there was family at one po- point who brought ashes and wanted uh, because their family was uh, was from the air, originally from the area. They wanted to spread them in a certain location, which they found out beforehand they could. The guides helped them to make sure that it got done very quietly. You know, we didn't. No one on the tour knew about it until after it was done, where they made their announcement and they they talked about it. So. You can do what you want. You can don't do what you want. If there's something you're not comfortable doing, such as if you're not a bike rider, 
I'm not a bike rider. I really never learned how to ride a bike as a kid. Really? You don't have to. You know, you don't have to do it. If you're not a horseback rider, you don't have to do it. Uh, and they will tell you the parameters of, of certain things. You know, if you're going on a walk or a hike, how difficult it is or where it is or is it a stroll or is it are you going to make it a sweat? And you can opt out, opt out of it anytime. No one thinks anything less of you. Not a big deal. Right. Now, did you feel did you feel you were missing out on anything when it comes to meeting with the locals? Because I, a lot of times when I've traveled to Europe, is that I've really enjoyed the interaction with some of the locals that that I've met. Did you not get that, or did you did you feel like you missed out on that, or did you get to meet with locals? I w- the one thing I, I recommend for people is get there early, and if they say you know the tour starts. Sunday night with the dinner, I would never get in on a Sunday. Uh, that would be I would always try to get in maybe on the Saturday before or the Friday before. Spend the extra money for the extra couple of nights, which they will get you the deal for for, for those. Uh, they will help make arrangements for you for those nights, so you can walk around whatever city you're in where it starts, and you can meet some of the local people on the tour. The people that you meet are all in hospitality. So when even when you're going to a local farm to have a farm dinner, these are people who do this as as a, as a living. You know, they also run the farm; that's their biggest income during the year. But when tourists come, they do these types of things. So that's what they do. But most of them are very open to conversation and will talk about anything. You know, they'll talk about their life. They'll talk about the troubles. In, in, in where, wherever you are, everyone has troubles. So. Nothing, nothing is perfect. Right. Everyone will be open to talk about that. So I don't feel that we lost too much from the locals. But I also think that getting there beforehand and being out by yourself for a day or two, because usually you start in a city, is, is a good way to, to get the lay of the land and talk to people. Right. Now, with you guys being child, ch- child lit, child <laughs> free, ch- child free. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would not come out. Okay. Um, okay. When you did have your your tour with with the kids in tow, with you know, some of the other people in there, did you, how did how was that? Did that did they feel like having the kids around deterred or, or took away from your enjoyment of the trip at all? We did the the tour we did with kids was the Southern California tour, so that was fun because they were very enthusiastic of going to Hollywood and then going to Disneyland and and doing a variety of things. So that was a lot of fun. There are times in most, and the, and the kids were very well um, mannered. Right. Good word I was trying to, I was trying to find. There have been, there are times and there are people I've talked to have been on this. And even actually there was a time on one of those trips where the parents can't abdicate the idea that it's their kids and they have to watch them but sometimes they do and that's problematic when they when they feel the tour guide becomes the babysitter right and if that takes place that will ruin a day of a trip if if the parents don't take care of their kids You, you don't you know it's not like it's not like you're going and you're saying, well, the tour guy will take care of everything, so I'm not going to worry about it. You have to watch your kids. You know, you have right. to watch your seven-year-old. If you know your seven-year-old does not get along with other kids or ha- or do- it takes a while for them to, to warm up or if they 
they're a little belligerent, but then they warm up and they're cool. You got to take care of it that way. Right, right. Uh, the, the problem comes when the parents abdicate the, uh, the responsibility. Gotcha. Now, do you feel that there's any negatives doing a uh, Adventure by Disney trip besides the price? I mean, that's because we know cost is always relative to people. <laughs> Cost is relative. It's very expensive. Um, the, I would say you don't get a lot of freedom. If you really like something, you may want to stay there longer than it's allowed. It's a very good overview trip. You get to do a lot of things in all of these on, on all of these trips, and you get a very good sense of what the country is like. And if I was going to go back and I would want to do this, this, and this, I would have a better idea. Uh, I feel that there are times where you, on certain trips, and Disney has changed them and takes recommendations and takes the feedback. Uh, the Scotland trip that we were on, we were up sometimes at 5 in the morning to get on a bus to go. And Disney's changed the itinerary and made it so that's not the case anymore from what I've seen. So they do take the recommendations of people like this. They want more of this. People want less of this or don't like this at all. Right. So they'll change it. I would think that it's a good overview. If it's a good thing, you're going to hit a lot of places. You're going to see a lot of things. But you're also going to go and see a lot of things in a VIP setting. So, you know, when we went and we uh, went to the Irish Immigration Museum which I never thought I would like in my life. We got a VIP tour, and it was fascinating. And we got a VIP tour of the Guinness Storehouse. Uh, in Scotland, we got a VIP tour of uh, Edinburgh Castle with the crown jewels. Oh, you know, nice. on, Only the people who were there got in, and we got to spend... Usually, you're in line, you walk past it, then you leave. We got to spend a nice half hour as a group, looking at them, talking to talking to the, the docents there, finding out, you know, a, them answering our questions. So you'll get a lot of these VIP types of things, and you'll get a lot, you'll do things that you never would have thought of or been to. I mean, going to a local farm and, you know, learn, you know, see, seeing them uh, teach in Scotland, we saw them uh teach their dogs you know how to how to do sheep herding in ireland we went there we learned about you know the sheep and we learned about the shearing the sheep and we about local foods and you you're gonna not gonna get really you're not gonna make these arrangements yourself if you're gonna go out to these to these places you're gonna you know to these uh, on vacation so you're gonna see do a, things you never would have thought you would have done but in the places that you want it to be, you probably would want more time. Right. Now, one of the last questions I had was that, like you said, it's a good overview to where you're going. Has it made you want to go back? I mean, Ireland's fresh on the mind, but has it made you go back to want to go back to Ireland or Scotland? Oh, yeah. I would definitely go back. I would, now that I know the country, the layout... And, you know, it's different when you're looking at a map and you're you're looking online and you're going, oh, it's from here to here. When you actually see what the country's like, what the countryside is like, what things are offered, it's really great. I would definitely go back to Scotland. 
Uh, I loved Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It was phenomenal. I would go back to Ireland and see different parts of it. So, yes, it, it does make you... that That's the good thing about it, and that's the bad thing about right, it. It right, does make yeah. you want to go back. Right. Is there anything else you'd like to add that um, I might not have brought up? I would, I would just say that... Uh, like I said, there's there's plenty of things to do in Ireland. We we did an Irish pub. The one thing in Ireland is music, which is huge. Every everyone sings there. Every kid who who grows up either learns to sing or dance. Right. So when we got there, it was nice. One of the first evenings was a pub crawl, and it was a pub crawl with two musicians, and the two musicians played and they taught us songs, and they let if you if you were a musician yourself they welcomed you to come up and play with them uh they taught a couple of you know a couple of songs they taught they played with a couple of people let some people bang some drums blow some whistles but it was nice to experience music and local music because that was that is such an integral part of the society right. in ireland it is and even in the farmhouse there's a singer at the dinners there were singers. Oh, really? So, oh yeah. So, I mean, the, the last night you have usually your farewell dinner is going to be your farewell dinner is going to be something that is phenomenal. While you're there, and we talk about uh, fast pass, photo photo pass, they take pictures. Oh, okay. You, know, you take you take pictures as well, but the guides are always taking pictures of you. Everywhere you go, they'll set it up. They'll 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 make sure they have photos of everyone. In almost every location, you want your photo taken, they'll take it, and at the end, you get the full take of all the photos. Oh, okay, so, nice. You, know, you got you get like 500 photos you can download of you and the people you went on tour with, and they'll take photos when you're not even watching. So when we went hurling, which is a combination of lacrosse and soccer. Okay. So to speak, it's a type of thing where there's a small little rubber ball, there's a paddle. You're not allowed to pick up the ball off the ground with your hand. You need to scoop it up the paddle. You can then lift it up and then you can catch it. You can run three places and then you have to pass it or throw it or hit it. Uh, so we played that, which was fun. But you. You, you, they took pictures of you doing that. They'll take pictures of you at the castles. They'll take pictures of you at the museums. They'll take pictures of you while you're horseback riding. One of the things that we did was we did some falconry. So you had a falcon that uh, the, the the worker came, put a little piece of food on your wrist. You had the, the falcon. Right. C- cover on your hand the uh, the glove on your hand and the falcon came and landed on, landed on your hand wow. so i never would have done that right in, you know in another place so they'll take pictures of you there so at the end of this all the activities you have and you've done you'll have a great set of pictures the dinner they show the pictures the dinner is top-notch food and there's always entertainment and the entertainment depending on what country you are in scotland it was the right of the haggis so you came in and, you know, the, the procession of the haggis and they cut the haggis and they invited people up to eat it. And in Ireland, it was uh, 
it was music and it was dance and they're you know and, and the people that they have are very talented people <laughs> you know a lot of people they get who do some of these things are people who have worked on you know, movies major records or who are young ingenues who are like uh, the top 14 year old dancer uh, in, the, in that area right. or in that part of the country so they'll get really good people and it's just a lot of fun Good. so I would say that you know your pictures are taken you get to do things you've never done before and it's just it's a fun experience it's an expensive experience I mean you're talking about anywhere from for an adult you know from 5500 to 6100 dollars just like you go to Disney World there are different prices for different weeks right uh, and you need to just you know, save if you want to try it and do it. There are people who have, there are people we've met who've been on seven or eight of these things. Wow! And I just have no idea how they do that, but they do it. They have fun, and it's it's something that it's a very safe environment of a trip. If you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a lot. If you're going, if you're going to Europe, if you're going to South America, if you're going uh, to Asia, you know. And you're not a and you're not a real adventurer. <laughs> this is a nice, safe way to do it. Gotcha. Well, good to know. Yeah. Thank you uh, for the insight. That I'm sure there's some people out there that are interested in doing this or, or looking for more information. You can certainly reach out to anybody at Mouse Pros if if that's what you want to do with your own travel agent. But uh, yeah, thanks for for letting me know. Of course, a lot of fun. It, it just I I, I just. I, I will always talk about it, so it's just fun. <laughs> Good. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rentals at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help you plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out the store at redbubble.com slash podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 2564MyTiki, which nobody likes to call. Call. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N. I love grits. And you can find me at mousepros.com and mouseworldvacations.com. And you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find me at Disney Diary on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget to check your news, latest news at DisneyDiary.com. And I want to thank you guys for joining me this week. Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.